Monday, August 16th, day two, part B. All right, let's put this stuff in action. 11.30 a.m. I'm texting with 28-year-old Henry right now, who still doesn't know my age, at least not for me, which is funny because I feel like every time in the past few years I've been talking with someone noticeably younger than me of any gender, I mention my age like multiple times. It just feels so relevant to me when I'm talking to someone of a different generation. But I'm trying things differently this week, so I'm not mentioning it. He's clearly been Googling me and messages that he found and loved my diddle diddle little clip video where I dressed as a vulva and played my ukulele as I sang clitoral masturbation lyrics that I made up to the tune of Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. You know, May is National Masturbation Month. And in 2020, after being so alone at the start of the pandemic and feeling proud of my new ukulele skills, I recorded a video and it seemed like a great idea but I kind of feel like an ass now. At least he appreciated the humor and hopefully the courage it took to look, frankly, ridiculous in the name of sex education. I just followed up with a text to a colleague who's a man, married, and poly, and kinky. He asked if we could have another Zoom catch-up this week. He's a flirty fellow, and I appreciate our connection professionally and personally. So I figured this week I should try to be a little more flirty over text which he picked up on almost immediately, somewhat to my embarrassment, totally to my embarrassment. I actually blushed when reading his text response, where he was just curious what was going on. I wrote, I'll explain more tomorrow on our call. 12.37 p.m. I feel like masturbating this afternoon, and I have the time to do it, so I will. I'm sitting on the floor in my bedroom with a pillow behind my back, resting against my bed. Sitting up like this is the only position that works for me because it seems that my clitoris needs more direct contact than other clitorises, clitori. Mm. And if I'm laying down, it's hiding too far under my clitoral hood. So my two trusty vibrator friends are waiting here to assist me. A Zumio X for my vulva area and clit and the womanizer for my nipples. And the womanizer, okay, that is a terrible name. But that aside... The womanizer is one of the relatively new styles of clit-sucking vibrators. Although, I don't know, it feels more like pulse waves to me than sucking. But so many women rave about this. But it actually doesn't feel good on my clit. It, it actually hurts, leaves me sore in like weird waves. And doesn't really facilitate orgasm for me. However, when I use it on my nipples, hot damn it is the closest thing I've ever found to replicate what it feels like to have another human sucking on my nipples and it's amazing during masturbation so I'm going to Pornhub now uh let's see what do we see here yeah what is this whole thing with stepbrother stepsister porn being really hot you know I don't actually think it's legit incest type desire but it seems to be more about, you know, it's in your home, it's convenient, it's taunting, it's innocent, and then it's completely naughty and taboo. Anyway, moving on. It's kind of funny how Pornhub I only use to help me reach my first orgasm, and then I turn it off because it's just too disturbing and stupid and not sexy after that. And sometimes it's disturbing and stupid and not sexy during it as well. Now, without a vibrator and just my fingers... It could take like 45 minutes for me to experience orgasm. With a vibrator, less than five. 
And it took me years to learn this when I was younger. But boy, was I happy when I discovered that. My first orgasm is definitely a combination of mental and physical stimulation. But my orgasms after that are much more physical. And then I can watch or listen to whatever I want in between. And as I start up again, I take about 30 seconds to a minute of downtime in between and then use my vibrators again and focus on building physical sensation to orgasm, which happens pretty quickly after the first one. So what do I watch or listen to once I've experienced my first orgasm, but I want to spend the next eh, 30 minutes or so still masturbating and experiencing pleasure? Trevor Noah. I feel a bit embarrassed sharing this publicly. I go to his YouTube channel and watch Trevor Noah clips from The Daily Show. And it's not because he's hot. I mean, which he totally is. But it's because he both educates and entertains me. And I like that mix of productive learning and amusement while I'm masturbating. It's weird. I know. And I think I've only ever told one person about this before. But you, my listener friend, you can keep my secret. All right, moving on. 2.34 p.m. I just had a couple client over Zoom. I definitely intentionally shut down my sexual energy for client sessions. I could still be open-hearted and vulnerable and empathetic, but not bring any of my sexual energy challenge to that context. Otherwise, I would be like bringing a box of donuts to a Weight Watchers meeting. (laughs) Okay, actually, that's a terrible analogy, but I passed a donut store earlier, so I have donuts on the brain. 5.22 p.m. I just finished doing Zoom Cove Hit class, that's C-O-V hyphen H-I-I-T, an exercise class my sister has been leading since quarantine shutdown back in mid-March 2020. I lead the abs portion because my sister swears she doesn't have ab muscles, and if she led that portion, we'd probably just lay in Shavasana for 10 minutes. We do the Cove Hit class every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. We just started week 75, I think, and friends have joined in over the past year and a half. I'm mentioning this here because we always have fun, lively, and or nostalgic music. The class originated as the Gonzalez Sisters Skype 80s music hit class, but has morphed over time in name and genres. Although 80s music is the default, much to my great pleasure. That's right, Bon Jovi and Journey. I'm looking at you and your luscious 80s hair. So side note, if you're not familiar with the term HIT, H-I-I-T, it means high intensity interval training. And then the Cove, C-O-V part, was added by my very clever friend, Sarah, because Cove hit kind of sounds like COVID. Anyway, it works for us. And for honestly's sake, the folks who joined were mostly in our 40s and 50s and into our 60s. So it's more of a MIT class instead of a HIT class, middle intensity interval training. For the first few months we did this, every class ended with an 80s dance party to one chosen song. And we took turns choosing the song to dance out to. But that stopped after a few months, and instead my sister would spontaneously insert a random dance time during a class. My favorite times were dancing to Jesse's Girl and It's Raining Men. And then Fridays morphed into Dance Class Fridays with various dance moves. And I use the word dance loosely here. Some of these exercise dance moves became named after some of our friends in the class. For example, the Amy, the Irish Siren, the Utterly Sarah... There's also one called the Bradley Cooper, where we pretend to seduce Bradley Cooper. So we pretend to take our top off, and then we have this come hither motion as we move backwards, and then we kind of touch our bodies all over, and then it ends with multiple hip thrusts forward. We once proudly demonstrated this 
quote-unquote dance move to Sarah's 15-year-old daughter. Needless to say, she was thoroughly embarrassed for us. I mentioned this here because I was thinking about how much music and dancing helps me stay present in my body and in appreciation of my body in the moment, as well as help me access sensual and sexual energy. We emphasize in our classes that it doesn't matter how you look or how well you do, just move, push yourself as much as you can and want, and enjoy yourself. 6.53 p.m. The wardrobe choices I've made in the past 18 COVID months have been pretty limited mostly focused on comfort and practicality. So I dug out a jean skirt, pair of black fancy sandals I rarely wear because they're not that comfortable to walk in, and a black tank top with a new gray linen scarf that was a gift this year. Because, you know, linen feels fancy. I'm going to check out some casual beach establishments, but that are kind of nicer places. So this seems appropriate, but maybe also stands out a bit in a good way. Oh, yay! Went to my mailbox before hopping in the car and there was a check from my publisher for my part of the advance for my book being turned into an audiobook later this year. Yay! The check is not big, but regardless, I am celebrating tonight. 7.05 p.m. Checked out one place, but it didn't seem conducive to a single woman chatting with new people and playing with her sexual energy, which kind of sounds really dirty when I say it that way. Right now I'm walking on the street back to my car and I'm imagining that inside my lower abdomen area is a gauge that I've set to 100% open. Sexual energy is open and flowing. All right, that imagery doesn't feel quite right. I want something with more feeling attached to it. How about a sun that shines in all directions, sending open, bright energy from my sexual center? And it warms me up from the inside out. Oh, this feels nice. 7.21 p.m. I'm at a restaurant bar, sitting at a table in the bar area. It's known for catering to older audiences, folks in their 40s, 50s, 60s, which is unusual in an otherwise younger beach area. I ordered a glass of Prosecco, but I got a whole little bottle. I really only want one glass, and I don't want to pay for a whole little bottle. All right, Gonzalez, stop. Remember, you are celebrating, and you're out to try a new mental framework this week. Lots of new mental frameworks. So stay open, not in scarcity mode, treat yourself, and relax. Oh, yay! I asked the waitress about it, and she said I can take home what I don't finish here tonight. An attractive gray hair man just walked by outside, looking inside the bar area. So I watched him a bit, which he seemed to notice, which then made me nervous, so I looked away. Good! I am not good at this. I'm afraid to invite flirting from a strange man. Because I think they'll have expectations. And then they'll be a dick about their expectations. Hmm. There were two men who looked to be a bit older than me who just sat down at the bar. Damn it. I should have sat at the bar. Even though no one was there when I walked in. I'm very close to the bar though. So, okay. Sexual energy open. Sun is shining and welcoming. I'm bobbing back and forth to the 70s, 80s music coming through the restaurant speakers. Maybe that makes me look more friendly and open to chatting. Or maybe I could open a conversation? Hmm, we'll see. Hmm. Henry Knox hasn't texted me since earlier this afternoon when I answered, sort of, his question about what kind of porn I like. I think he was actually asking about my sexual interests and preferences and if I have any kinks based on some of the educational videos I made that he found on my website. 
I'm thinking, just ask me what I like. Don't ask it through the lens of porn because what I watch on porn doesn't directly equate to what I want to actually do with real people, with the complexity of real emotions and real consequences. I mean, I don't actually want to go babysit for someone and then unexpectedly sleep with both the husband and the wife. I wonder if this is the 20-something version of how to find out what somebody likes to do sexually. Hmm. 8.05 p.m. Oh, in retrospect, I think I'm glad I didn't sit at the bar because maybe I don't want to talk with these guys. One of them was just regaling the other about a certain kind of mushroom that deer eat. I mean, which could be fascinating or it could be too Cliff Clavin from Cheers. Ugh, and the cuter guy just said, fuck Steve Jobs, which may be a fair statement or maybe a statement from the kind of older guy who's bitter about his life and needs to blame others. 9.01 p.m. Oh, I think I totally dodged a bullet not sitting at the bar because I hate feeling stuck in boring one-sided conversations. I'm going to make myself talk to men more this week to play with my energy and skills, although... <laughs> The iPad I'm typing on in this moment, recording all of this while I eat my Brussels sprouts, could serve as a social barrier, although it could also be an opening, because who the hell types frantically on their iPad at 9 p.m. on a Monday night in a bar by the ocean? I would find that curious. I go out alone a lot and travel alone a lot, so this is normal for me, but I know it's not normal for others, which maybe just makes me look weird, which, you know, frankly, I'm also okay with. <sighs> All right, looks like I'm striking out tonight. 